0: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. took my purse. Forty-eight dollars in it. Was he driving your brother's car? Yeah. I-, I didn't want any part of him. I got nothing in this. Did tell you where he was headed? Mexico. He's got friends across the border. Tijuana. All right. Stay with her, Ben. And uh, get a stenographer, too, will you? Yeah. Righty. The Flores girl, Skipper. Carva saw her this morning. Admitted shooting Fillmore. He says he's headed south for Tijuana. Maybe he stopped off on the way. How do you mean? drugstore in San Pedro just held up. owner was shot and killed. Yeah? The guy was driving a blue sedan. An immediate alert was teletyped to the coastal town south of Los Angeles in the vicinity of San Pedro. The San Diego police were alerted, as were the Mexican authorities in Tijuana and other designated points of entry along the California-Mexico border. 7.50 a.m., Ben and I, together with Lloyd Barton and Al Shambra of Homicide, drove down to San Pedro and checked in with Lieutenant Maxwell at San Pedro Homicide. What kind of a gun did the guy use, Lieutenant? I checked the body. Looks like it could have been a forty-five. No chance it might have been a shotgun? No, not that kind of a wound. Who saw the guy make his getaway? My wife did. We live right across the street from the drugstore. My wife heard the shooting ran to the window. She says it was a blue sedan. She didn't see the license plate? No. I got to look at the car before it disappeared. It looked like a Chevy to me. There's been no sign of it since the roadblocks went up? Not yet. It's pretty hard to understand. How do you mean? Uh, take a look at the map here. Here's Palace Verdes and Clifton to the west. Roadblocks there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here's the roadblock to the north, just this side of Harbor City. Another one northeast near Wilmington. Yeah. And this one here outside of Long Beach. Had four roads to pick from. They're all blocked off. Huh? No turnoffs, no detours. All the roads are under patrol you think he got south beyond long beach before the roadblocks went up not a chance well, it's hard to figure he could be hiding out somewhere along the way excuse me uh, this is lieutenant maxwell where okay be right there anything i found the car off the coast highway blue chevy sedan how about carver blood stains in the front seat that's all they found <laughs> listening to Dragnet for the step-by-step solution to an actual police case. Here, step-by-step are the reasons why Fatima has more than doubled its smokers from coast to coast. Step one. The name Fatima has always stood for the best in cigarette quality. Step two. Long cigarette smokers discover Fatima has a much different, much better flavor and aroma. Step three. Long cigarette smokers find Fatima extra mild. Fatima is the long cigarette which contains the finest Turkish and domestic tobaccos superbly blended to make Fatima extra mild. And that's why more and more smokers every day agree it's wise to smoke extra mild Fatima. It's wise to smoke extra mild Fatima. Yes, the name Fatima on that golden yellow package is your insurance of an extra mild smoke. So, enjoy king-size Fatima, the best of all long cigarettes. 8.45 a.m. We found the blue Chevrolet sedan. It was lying overturned in a ditch just off a dead-end road on the edge of a grove of eucalyptus trees. Oil was still dripping from the crankcase. There were bloodstains on the upholstery in the front seat. In the glove compartment, we found two empty shotgun shells. Ben marked them with his initials for evidence and wrapped them in a handkerchief. The fingerprint men were called. We fanned out and started the search of the general area. See if we can't pick up a trail in this eucalyptus grove here. Sure has got me beat. What's that? The car all smashed up back there, blood all over. The guy must have been hurt. How'd he get this far away from the car? What makes you think he did get far? Either that or he's hiding right under a nose. No sign of a trail through here? No, there's nothing. There's a clearing up ahead. Come on, let's cut through this brush here. Ben, come here. Yeah. Take a look. The trunk of this tree. Brown smears on it. Is it blood? Maybe. Look, higher up on the trunk, there's the same thing. Wait a minute. Up in the tree. Can you see anything up there? No, the branches are pretty thick. The trees go pretty high up. It's 60 feet up there. Come here, Joe. Yeah? Follow my hand. Oh, no, just over at the left, where, where I'm pointing. Oh, yeah. Oh, come here, Ben. You all right, Joe? Yeah. Can you see him? Yeah, up near the top. Right. Wait. Stay off, Burton. Don't come in the clearing. He's up in one of the trees. Throw that gun down, and then come down yourself. All right, Ben it's Joe. Carla. Shotgun's over there. You alive? Yeah. It's a hard tree to climb. Wonder how he got up there. I don't know. But this was the only way to get him down. <clears throat> We called an ambulance and had Jake Carver taken back to Los Angeles to the county hospital, the prison ward. We took the shotgun and the empty shells and booked them as evidence with the property clerk. The wrecked blue sedan was impounded. Two counts of murder were filed against Carver with the district attorney. There was still one important piece of evidence missing, the 45 pistol used in the robbery and murder of the San Pedro druggist. A month passed. While Carver recuperated in the prison ward of the county hospital, we were busy building a case for his conviction. We still had only enough evidence to convict him for one of the murders. Another two months went by. On August 30th, Jake Carver was brought to trial for the shotgun murder of police officer Robert Fillmore. Ten days later, the jury found him guilty of first-degree murder. He was sentenced to a life term in Folsom Penitentiary. Knowing that we didn't have enough evidence to convict his client for the murder of the druggist, Carver's lawyer demanded an immediate trial on the second charge. Wednesday, September 12th, 10 a.m. I was called to the chief of detective's office. Friday, good Thank you. Elliot and I have been talking about this Jake Carver thing. They set the trial date yet? Starts next Tuesday. Bringing Carver down from Folsom tomorrow. It's bum luck. We're not gonna convict him on the evidence we've got. We don't even have the gun. We've got to get a conviction. He beat the death rap for killing Fillmore. If he gets over this one, that means he's still eligible for parole. Yeah. So he serves ten years, maybe, good behavior. He gets out and he's ready to start in all over again. Yeah, if we could just sew him up for killing that druggist, we could put him away for good. I don't know how, Skipper. It's a pretty good bet that no jury will convict him unless we find that gun. We've got another out. Just one. What's that? If we can get Carver to admit he killed that druggist. It's a neat trick you and Ben got him last May, uh, did he see you at all? You think he could recognize you again? Couldn't have gotten a very good look from where he was up in that tree. Ben did all the testifying at the trial. I wasn't even there. Now, he wouldn't know me. Why? When they bring Carver down from Folsom tomorrow, they'll put him in county jail while he's waiting trial. Yeah. Chief figures that we could plant you in the same cell with him there's a chance he might talk, if you play it right. No, I don't know. He's no beginner. Neither are you. If you carve enough of the right bait at the right time, there's a chance he'll put his foot in it. Maybe. All right, will you set it up for the county jail? Yeah, and remember, he's a killer. Don't take any chances. Suppose he gets wise. Then we'll know you tried. The following day at 2 p.m., I was booked at Central Jail as Joe Ramos, a robbery suspect. Ramus was the actual name of an Eastern thief whom we knew was not acquainted with Jake Carver. After being mugged and fingerprinted, transportation officers took me to the 12th floor of the Hall of Justice where I was booked into the county jail. After that I was taken down to a cell block on the 10th floor known as the High Power Tank where prisoners charged with major crimes are held. During the day the individual cells are left open and the prisoners are allowed to visit with one another. I was taken back and shown the cell I was assigned to. Jake Carver was already there. He was playing two-handed poker with another inmate on the lower bunk. Here you are, Raymond. This cell here, you can take the top bunk. All right. How many cards you want? Make it two, Jake. Hey, hey uh, move, will you? I want to get in my bunk. Come on, make your bet. Says two cigarettes. Your two, bunk you six. I said I'd like to get in my bunk. Go on, Sam, play the game. Okay, I'll see you. Maybe you didn't hear me, Sam. I said I want to get in my bunk. I heard you, Mac. I don't like shoving around like this. All right, now, sit down. What's your complaint? Didn't they tell you when you came through the door? They bury you in the hole for beefing in here. Then as long as I'm in here with you, let's get it straight.